It's time to become bullyproof so we can live our best kicking life. As we know, life ain't all sunshine and rainbows, and bullying is a real problem that negatively affects millions of kids, parents, teens, adults every single day. But there's a solution, and the good news is you found it. The Grogan's Bullyproof and Kicking Life Podcast. So get ready to be empowered with hope and self-confidence to believe in yourself to become bullyproof and live your best kick in life. Hey guys, we're here for our monthly ZLC call and we've been, Lisa Marie has been setting these up, highlighting our different uh, ZLC speakers and trainers. And today, wow, we got a special guest. We got Rich Grogan here. Uh, I'm just looking at his video. He's got the big smile on. He's got Grogan's Bully Proof, which is an amazing program. Uh, we've been, Rich, you and I have been talking about it for how long? Gosh, over a, it's been a while, like several years. Several years, yeah. And uh, obviously, you've been a major influence, not only in my life, but the Ziegler name, but uh, you personally as a friend, have really helped guide me in the direction of um, focusing in on the bully proof and how to expand that more than just the typical bullying that we think of that happens in schools, but the bullying that we all go through with the, uh, I call it the inner bully within, the one we hear in our mind, the one we see in the mirror. Awesome. So to our ZLC family, uh, Rich is going to do a presentation that I've heard different versions of it. It's fantastic. And I want you to think of it this way. As you are going to your own market, Rich's market is young people through schools and through karate studios and martial arts. And, and But really, uh, we all have kids in our life. We've got our own kids, our grandkids, our nieces, our nephews, our neighbors. And a lot of times we get bullied younger in life and then we bully ourselves and we never grow out of it. So when you're out there in your own world, making a difference using the Ziegler philosophy, if you come across someone uh, who's dealing with this specific issue, just know you can always call Rich right away. You can just call him up and say, Hey, I got this going on. What do you recommend? So think of it from that perspective. Also, I want you to watch how he's crafted this presentation because you can do the same type of presentation for your own business, for your own niche and what you're doing because Rich has a lot of takeaways and he has a natural built-in what's the next step. And that's where life change happens is in that next step. So Rich, I'm going to I'm going to turn it over to you. I'm going to I'm going to turn my video off so everybody can see you and just rock and roll. And I'll be over here applauding. And whenever you're ready, whenever you're done, I'll be on. So rock and roll, brother. All right, buddy. Well, thank you, Tom. I love you. And thank you for all everything you've done for me and then so many, so many others. Well, greetings, everyone. Uh, Master Grogan here. I hope you're having a fantastic day. Thank you so very much for taking time out of your busy day to, to be here today. And thank you for being a part of the uh, ZLC because uh, the legacy that Zig wanted it's continuing through us. And then the fact that you're here and you're continuing to do what you're doing uh, makes that profound impact. So I want to start off with a little what I call right hook reality to really grab your attention and let you know how severe bullying is. And uh, I term it more than just the bullying that happens on the playground or at school or as we're, uh, when we were kids, but the bullying, and I say the meanest, nastiest bully we ever face is the one we hear in our mind 
and the one we see in the mirror. You know, the one that focuses on the limiting beliefs and self-doubt. And, you know, somebody at one point in time told us we weren't good enough or we weren't smart enough or we weren't tall enough or we weren't strong enough, whatever. Those, if we allow those into our mind, they're going to they're, they're gonna grow. What you plant is what grows, right? What you sow is what you reap. And unfortunately, society has a way of planting the wrong messages. Think about it. If you want strawberries, you got to plant strawberry seeds. You can't plant onion seeds. You plant onion seeds, you're getting onions. The same thing, you plant negativity, <laughs> you're going to get negativity. Now, that doesn't mean you can't dig it out. And I call that not only digging out the wrong seeds, but also making sure weeds don't take over your garden as well. And that leads into my favorite Ziegler quote, Zig Ziglar quote, which is, we are where we are and what we are by what's gone into our mind. We can change where we are and what we are by changing what goes into our mind. So back to the garden analogy. You know what? You can change what seeds you plant in that garden. Just because maybe last year you you had uh, you decided you want to go with onions and cucumbers and uh, different vegetables. Well, this year you want to do something different. Well, dig it up and plant it again. Well, the same thing. You're never too old to dig up the negative seeds that maybe somebody else planted in your mind unwillingly, or maybe you planted them yourself. So it's never too late to dig those up. As Ziggs quote says, "We are where we are and what we are, but it's gone in our mind. We can change where we are and what we are by changing what goes in our mind, and that has." everything to do with life in anything you do because those limiting beliefs self-doubt that oh, maybe they're right i'm not good enough maybe they're right i should have never started this business what the heck was i thinking oh they're right i'm not a very good speaker oh they're right i i, I want to be something but maybe maybe i can't no they're not right you know you better than anyone else will ever know you but unfortunately one of the biggest ways we bully ourselves is we value for some unknown reason the opinion of people that don't know us far more than we value the opinion of ourselves. Why do we do that? Now I bring all this up because as tough as it is for us as adults, especially here on this call, <laughs> Ziggler Legacy Certified, we've been through it, baby. We've taken the courses, yeah. And those others that'll be listening in later, um, you, you've, you've accomplished challenges, challenges, challenges. Now the thing I always get is, man, this challenge is my hardest. I don't know if I can get over this one. Well, the truth is that the last challenge you got over, it was the hardest at the time, but now it's not a challenge anymore because you conquered it. You overcame it. You battled through, you succeeded. So of course this challenge is going to be harder. That's the whole part of the challenge, right? Those that work out and lift weights, you know, maybe you're starting off and we'll just give an example, maybe doing uh, push-ups, and maybe you haven't done push-ups in 10 years or so. Oh, there's Tom flexing his biceps. Hello, baby. I worked out today too. I had a good workout. Um, and uh, maybe maybe you have a difficult time doing one push-up. So you, you, you get on, on your hands and knees and you knock out one. And then the next day, try and do another one. And then the next day, try and do another one. And before you know it, you're doing five, 10, 15, 20. And, and one was a challenge just a few weeks or a month ago, but you kept at it. And of course, we all know one of uh, Tom's favorite, and I use this all the time, is from uh, the book Choose to Win is PC. Now that doesn't have anything to do with politically correct. It has everything to do with persistent consistency, meaning be persistent about doing what you want to do to achieving the results you want to achieve, but make sure you consistently do them day in and day out. So be, pers be persistent, easy for me to say, and consistently do those things day in and day out. So I bring all this up because like I said, as hard as it is for us, can you imagine how difficult these challenges are for our kids. Think about that for a second. We didn't have social media when we were younger. 
And if any of us were bullied out there, you know, at 3.30 in the uh, afternoon, that's when the bullying stopped because you got a reprieve because you got to go home or kids are inundated with it nonstop. So I bring that up because these are battles we're fighting. And if we're not at our best, we can't help serve our kids at, at, at our very best. We can't be the, the parent or the grandparent we were meant to be because we're fighting our own battles. Now, everybody fights their battles. There's, at least I like to routinely post um, a meme or a, a different quote that says, hey, be nice to everyone. People are fighting battles we know nothing about. And that's kind of the Ziegler philosophy, right? Empowering people with hope, giving them the self-esteem, the self-confidence, the self-worth to believe in themselves. And I like to say empowering people with hope and self-confidence to believe in themselves, to stand up for what is right, to stand up to bullying, any bully you face, both real and in your mind. And then having that courage and confidence to overcome your challenges, battle through your fears, to live your best, what I call kicking life. And kicking life is all about, man, instead of life kicking your butt, you're kicking life's butt. You're living the life God has intended for you to live. That's a kick in life. So here's a little shock value for you. Listen to this number here, 800,000, 800,000. That's the average number of suicides around the globe every year. Now, unfortunately, that number is going to go up with everything we've been through with this pandemic and the lockdown. Uh, and then here's another startling number, 9.3 million in the U.S. alone. 9.3 million people in the U.S. alone have suicidal thoughts and tendencies. Why? The reason billions, that's what a B, billions of people go to bed every single night without hope, without faith, without self-confidence, without belief in themselves. Yeah. And if you don't have a respect for yourself, there's no way to respect anybody else. You know, the old saying, you can't pour from an empty cup. If I got nothing to give. I can't give my best. And us as Ziegler certified legacy speakers, trainers, coaches, and those out there, everybody's a hero to somebody, regardless if you're part of Ziggler or not. You are a hero to somebody, but you cannot fulfill your hero purpose if you're not at your best. If you've allowed neg negative weeds, negative seeds, which you don't want, planted in your mental garden. We got to get in there and dig that up, man. We got to get it out because we can't. Think about this. If you've ever planted a garden, you can't plant even the most fertile seeds will not, they'll be suffocated if they try to grow in a garden that has been taken over with weeds. And as we know, the mainstream media, I call it the devil's workshop, because all they do is pass on fear, intimidation, self-doubt. Yeah, those are weeds. And if you're inundated with that, there's no way to plant the positive seed that you want. You got to dig them up. Now, this past weekend, I was at a uh, conference. And uh, with a great friend, um, and uh, uh, Chris Widener, who actually, as, as you know, did a uh, television show with, with Zig Ziglar. And uh, Chris, a wonderful human being. I also met uh, Rabbi Lampkin there. So Tom, uh, Rabbi Lampkin said hello. Also, Ron White said hello. And of course, Chris said hello. All wonderful, wonderful people. And it was called the American Freedom Tour. And they had, oh, I'm in the neighborhood, about 20 speakers, a two-day event. Nearly every single speaker in one way or another referenced Zig Ziglar, the Ziglar name. I mean, I'm getting goosebumps every time that somebody would say, and, uh, you know, Zig says, how do you get everything you want in life? By helping enough other people get what they want. But they kept redriving home that message. You've got to be at your best. You've got to be at your best with your faith, 
with your family, with your finances. That's kind of what the whole tour was all about, uh, uh, making sure you're at your 100% best in order to serve at your best. Well, that gets right back. If we're not at our best, if we're allowing the bully within or the bullies out there to input negative garbage is basically what it is in our mind. We don't think if we don't feel good mentally and we're not going to perform well spiritually or physically. And I always like to say uh, like a three-legged table, a three-legged table. Uh, and then this is one of the, well, connect with Ziggler on <laughs> absolutely literally everything. I mean, I think about that for a second. How do you connect with somebody on every single level? Well, it's because it's a virtue that has been around literally since the beginning of time. And Zig just brought that message home. He brought it from kind of that survival mode to success, to significance, to legacy, right? And that's what we're here to do, continue to carry on that legacy. But I, I, I oftentimes hear, and, and more times than I'd like, and, and you probably hear it too. And, and that's what I do. And what I'm, uh, I hear is people say, well, yeah, Zig had a good message you know, back in the 70s, 80s, and even the 90s, but I'm not so sure it's relevant today. I, I'm like, really? So I, I'm tempted to ask, and sometimes I actually do. I say, well, do you think the Bible's relevant today? Well, how about sunshine? Do you think that's relevant today? You know, we know the power of the sun. I know I'm so, uh, solar powered. And I just moved to Florida for that very reason. But no, it's more relevant today than I can think of any other time in history. Why? Those numbers I gave you earlier are startling, 800,000, and, and I'm an optimist, but I'm also a realist. I am guessing those numbers are going to breach a million uh, when, the, when the reports and the numbers come out, simply because people have lost hate, hope, they've lost faith, they've lost belief in their self, and a person that has no hope, has no faith, uh, their self-esteem is shot, that leads to anxiety and depression, and the world's tough enough the way it is. And obviously, anxiety, depression, lack of self-worth are the number one contributors to suicidal thoughts and then actually doing the act of taking your own life. Because like I said, billions, 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 billions of people are dead every, every single night. That's why what we do is more relevant than ever before. And as I mentioned, nearly every single speaker brought up the Ziegler name. Now, think about that. My goodness. And, you know, uh, Zig passed away in 2012. Uh, but, you know, years before that, uh, he uh, um, wasn't touring as much. So his message wasn't getting out there as much by him presenting on stage. But Tom and Julie and Cindy and uh, Lisa helping out the way she does. And then Lori Majors and then all of us. So I gave a presentation recently and talked about in martial arts, the, the, the power of the fist. I like to think it stands for power, justice, strength, honor, integrity. And then, of course, the unity to uphold that. Now, I want you to think about this. Think of my hand. It's open. Individual fingers. Now, if I want to break a board with my fingers all apart like this, that wouldn't work too well. And it break in each finger. Also, think of individual fingers. All of us independently doing our very best, but maybe I throw a pebble in the pond. Maybe Lisa throws a pebble in the pond. Tom throws a pebble in the pond. Julie throws a pebble. We're all throwing pebbles in different ponds. Well, that's good because every pebble thrown is making ripples but it's small ripples. And sooner or later, man, is it doing any good? I feel like I'm all by myself here. But collectively, as a fist, strength, power, unity, justice, honor, all together, we compile all that energy and we lift this massive boulder up and throw that darn thing in the pond. Now, what does a massive boulder do? Floods the banks, right? 
and we, we're, we're around other like-minded individuals, we know that we're making a difference because we can see it. When I start feeling like, gosh, John, am I making a difference? I've got Tom there saying, yes, you are. Help me lift this boulder up. Because that's what the power of the fist is all about. Boom, strength. But we've got to work together on that. And just having someone there. It's almost like when you it, it, working out by yourself is fine. But oftentimes we won't hold ourselves accountable. But we hire a personal trainer or we hire a coach. We hire somebody to help us. Now we're accountable to them. And they're the ones that are going to help us out. They're going to ones they're going to push us. I like to call them. We surround ourselves with engines or anchors in our life. The engines are going to drive us and push us forward. They're not going to let us down. They're going to hold us accountable. They're going to be there for us. Yeah, maybe have a shoulder to cry on if we need it. But they're going to instill that hope, that self-esteem, that self-worth, that self-respect. And those are the key virtues to be in at your very, very best. Because oftentimes, as I said, we're going to let ourselves down. We don't want to, but man, that bully within is tough, real tough. And the longer that, uh, just like think of a weed, the longer it's allowed to grow, think of the foundational it has, the foundation it has. And I talk about, you know, I've been digging up weeds in my mental garden for as long as I can remember with the uh, Bullyproof and Kicking Life brand. And I feel like, all right, I finally got them all dug up. I'll plant some seeds and it's like, oh my gosh, where the heck did that weed come from? Well, if anything, maybe we should be more like weeds. Because think of this philosophy. You could take the most fertile seed in the world and throw it on concrete, it's never going to grow. Sun's going to bake it. It's going to die. However, a weed, which I don't recall anybody ever planting, has the persistence just to say, you know what? I'm going to grow right here in the middle of the concrete. And it does. No one planted it there. Well, I stress that again, because the input that's out there are weeds in our mental garden. And man, the longer they're allowed to manifest, the, 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 the stronger that foundation and roots are going to be. So we got to dig those up, but we need help. And that's the power of the fist of collectively working together to, uh, to be able to do that. So I've created what I call the ABCs to become bullyproof. And the ABCs are A is awareness. Now, this is the first and number one thing I teach in all self-protection workshops and all self-defense classes. And awareness is, just like it sounds, A, awareness, you need to be aware of your surroundings, aware of everything that's around you. And awareness is the key to self-protection. and uh, Zig would talk about uh, um, he, you know, firm believer, and uh, um, he he knows he can't determine his end date, but that doesn't mean he's going to walk down <laughs> a, a bad street or a bad alley, put himself in harm's way. Well, the same thing with awareness. You be aware of your surroundings as a way of avoiding negative conflict. Now, I say that in regards to we can see a picture. I, well, I always sit. I never sit with my back to the door when I go to a restaurant. It's just not paranoid. It's just being aware. I want to see what's going on there. Also, the, the part of awareness that's often overlooked, though, is the awareness of what goes in here and what goes in here. <laughs> if we're not watching what goes in our mind, that gets the weeds in the garden. If we're not watching what goes in here, obviously, it's going to have a negative effect on our physical as well. So awareness is more than just surroundings. Awareness is what we're putting in. Awareness is also who we're surrounding ourselves with. I mentioned the engines and the anchors. Are we surrounding ourselves with engines that are going to push us and drive us forward? Are we surrounding ourselves with anchors that are holding us back, telling us what we can't do? It doesn't mean they're bad people, but it just means, hey, maybe we need to cut the tie there a little bit. Now, that doesn't mean we give up on them, but I always like the philosophy of when we're climbing the ladder of success, we got one hand on our mentor who's helped pulling us up, 
on the other hand, is also trying to help pull someone else up. But what we cannot do, and you have to be aware of this, you cannot take your hand off the next rung or your mentor to put both hands here because they'll pull you down. It's sort of like crabs in the bucket. You know, you put crabs in the bucket. If they collectively work together, they could climb on top of each other, get out of the bucket. One crab holds on, reaches down with his little pincher and pulls the next one out, pulls the next one out, pulls the next one out. That makes sense. But it doesn't work that way. The one crab starts saying, I'm going to get out of here. Come on and join me. Well, as soon as he tries to escape, the other crabs will keep pulling him back. And if he's persistent enough, they're just going to tear his claws off and end up killing him. Now, I know it sounds horrid, but that's the reality of things. And we want to save as many as we can, but we cannot lose ourselves in the process. So we have to be aware of those things. Also, awareness is being aware of your kids, who they're surrounding themselves with. Be aware of who you're surrounding yourself with at work. And awareness is also, also uh, being aware that you are a creation from God. You have got a gift that nobody else has. There's 7.7 billion people on this planet, but not one is created like you. You've got a gift no one else will possess. So be aware if we're allowing ourselves to get stuck, what I call that proverbial round hole. We got to stand out from the crowd. But just know, standing out from the crowd, you're probably going to take some hits. You're going to take some you know, pop shots because you're going against the grain. But you're utilizing your God-given talents. And then that leads into the B of the ABCs to become bullyproof. And the E of the B is believe in yourself by putting on your bullyproof armor. Now, your bullyproof armor, and I got that from the armor of God. You're putting on that armor to take on the arrows, the negative shots from society, from the world, and the uh, two most vulnerable places, your heart and your mind. And unfortunately, back, and I'm beating up on the media a little bit, but it, uh, to me, it's, it's the most detrimental influence that we allow into our minds on a daily basis. And uh, Chris Widener actually brought this up uh, this weekend, Tom. He, he referenced Zig and he goes, you know, Zig used to say, I read the Bible and the newspaper every day. So I know what both sides are up to. <laughs> and uh, so uh, if, if you need to have some media influence to know what the other side's up to, just limit it. I would say, look, if something bad happens, you're going to find out. Uh, we, we need to be encouragers and empower people with hope and make sure we're filled uh, with, with planting the right seeds and our cup is full in order to pass it on. But the B, two most vulnerable parts are our heart and our mind. That's our most vulnerable parts. And that's what's attacked. Our hearts attacked, our minds attacked. And, and if we start getting, and I'll get into uh, the, the C in just a second here, but if we get defeated and we start feeling, I'm going to stand up just for a minute here. We start feeling, oh my gosh, I'm, I don't know. Boy, we're looking down, we're in a defeated posture. That leads, and I'll stay standing for this one, that leads to the C. The C is communicate clearly. Communicate clearly with our, what I call tiger's eyes, lion's voice, and bold, courageous, confident posture. So I want you all to do this. You're probably seated. But uh, if you stand up and just kind of put your shoulders forward, look down at the floor in a defeated posture. Not only is this compromising your lungs, which, you know, oxygen is pretty essential to breathing and living, right? You're compromising them because you're compressing them together. But this is de defeated. Now, not only does this look weak, it feels weak. And mentally, it says weak. And I tell one thing in women's self-protection workshops, anytime you're out, you need to, no, no, you look like a victim, you're going to be a victim. Because predators in the wild, the lion doesn't go after the strongest gazelle, it goes after the weakest gazelle. Predators in the wild, they go after the weakest gazelle. 
back to negative influences. If man, if you got on your bulletproof armor, you're blocking all those arrows out because you got your shoulders back. Go ahead and do this now. Pull your shoulders back. Feel the lungs expand. Now you're full of uh, oxygen, your lungs. Head up. I'm not saying walk around like this. I'm saying head up. Tiger eyes, confident lies, eyes, and lion's voice. The way you communicate, you talk. And for kids, I talk about there's a difference between tattling and telling. There's a difference between whining and complaining and reporting. The difference is, um, this, this kid just keeps bothering me. Sounds like you're whining. And teachers aren't going to listen to it. Parents, these are things you want you to communicate with kids. But also, if you've got to confront your boss about a problem, um, you know, I really don't like the way you're treating me. Ain't going nowhere. Now, I'm not saying you got to be a jerk about it, but I am saying, hey, confident with your eyes and voice. I really don't like the way you're treating me, and it needs to stop now. For your kids, I said enough, and I mean it. Bullies are weak. They are. Even the bully in our mind is weak, but we give it power by not doing anything to stop it. So go ahead and do this with me. Down. Defeated. Yeah. I feel good now. I feel real good. You feel good because now you've been empowered. And once again, we're adults. If this makes us feel good. Think how great it's going to make our kids feel. These are simple. That's why I call them the ABCs. <laughs> because I'm a guy that barely graduated high school. And as Zig says, I, this is absolutely true. I made the top half possible because I wasn't in it <laughs> at all. Heck, I, I would share a story up until 2012. I didn't know I could read because I chose not to. Now, somehow I got a degree in kinesiology. That's a study of human movement and taught PE for 11 years. But I love that because, well, it goes along with the martial arts. So anytime I learn how the, the body moves and how to you know, incorporate a better workout or a better joint lock or wrist lock or actually, and then not only that, but then if I know how the body moves, I can also help people instead of, well, the martial arts mind was all about how quick can I take this person out? And that's fine in a self-defense setting, but now trying to move forward, how can I help this person? So, well, I guess, but so they don't take themselves out because my purpose with everything I'm trying to do is make society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live. Because when people are happier and healthier, society is automatically safer because happy, healthy people aren't shooting up schools. Happy, healthy people aren't trying to tear and rip others down. Happy, healthy people aren't, aren't uh, uh, posting negative, disgusting comments of ripping different people because they have different beliefs. So it's got to start off there. But once again, that's where we come in. We got to empower people with that hope, that self-confidence, that belief in themselves. And oftentimes I'm asked, what, what do I think the number one problem uh, in the, well, the country or the world, people ask. I, I think it all comes down to self-respect. Because if you're unable to respect yourself, and there's many reasons why people don't respect themselves, but if you're unable to respect yourselves, there's no way you're ever going to be able to respect anyone else. So it all is going to start inside. And another question I'm asked, hey, or you think you're ever going to be able to stop bullying? Now, like I said, I'm an optimist, but I'm also a realist. And the truth of the matter is, no, bullying will never stop. Why? Because bullying's been around since Cain and Abel. <laughs> that didn't end very well for either one of them, right? Abel is killed by Cain, and then Cain lives a life of misery. Well, Cain and Abel didn't have social media. We've got that now. Cain and Abel didn't have 7.7 billion people with different ideas, different thoughts, different ideologies on the planet. So bullying's never going to go away. But what we can do is we can empower one another. And when one word empowered, that gets back to the fist. Then collectively, we can do a heck of a lot more of helping others learn the tools. And I call it bullyproof. 
and kicking life. Uh, you can call it whatever you, you like, <laughs> but we're empowering one another. And it gets right back to the thing I've said repeatedly, hope, self-confidence, belief in yourself. Because that's what leads to that self-respect. Think about it. And we have a little phrase at the Martial Arts Academy. Respect is treating others with kindness. But in order to treat others with kindness, we got to have self-respect, which is treating ourselves with kindness. And that gets back to being aware of what goes in here, being aware of our surroundings, aware of who we surround ourselves with, aware of the, uh, the influences we have, engines or anchors. Then gets to the B, the believe in yourself. You just got to believe in yourself, that bullyproof armor on. And then communicate clearly in everything you do. You can't, and communicate clearly is also, and they kind of circle back and forth. Communicating clearly is being aware of what you're saying and doing in front of your kids. Because as we know, our kids are sponges. They pick up everything. And it seems they pick up the things we wish they wouldn't the more than they pick up the things we wish they would. Why is that? I don't know. I think that's the, uh, the mama curse. The mama curse is, the mom said, uh, Richie, when you get older, you're going to have a son or daughter or both. They're going to act just like you. That's the mama curse. <laughs> and unfortunately, it's, it's true. And uh, 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 well, we'll just leave it at that. But that's the ABCs of uh, becoming bullyproof. Now, obviously, you can take this and apply this to any area of your life. That's why I, I said take the ABC or the ABCs to become bullyproof to improve your life and business. Everything we've said, you can apply it to anything you do, anything you do. And it's a good reminder to keep you on track. And obviously, the ABCs are very easy to remember. A, be aware of your surroundings. Be aware of everything that's going on. B, believe in yourself to become bullyproof. And C, is communicate clearly and confidently with your posture, with your voice, with your eyes, and communicate who you are. I communicate. I wear my cross on the outside of my shirt. It says, uh, it's Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I was born, when I was brought up, my grandma was my pillar, and she always about, Richie, are you putting God first? And sometimes I'd lie to her and say yes, but I, I really wasn't. You know, I'd go to church, and to me, it was, oh, can't wait for church to get over, as most kids, right? And so I knew the right and wrong. Oftentimes, I didn't do it. Why? It was, it was, it was hard. I'd rather take the easy. And I always worked hard. Uh, attitude and effort was always my thing, uh, as far as, uh, and I guess I'll back up just a little bit. I, uh, um, being bullied as a kid, and I say now I was never bullied. I allowed the bullying to happen as a kid, teen, even as an adult, because I didn't do something about it. But I was the biggest bully to myself because if someone told me I wasn't good enough, I wasn't strong enough, I wasn't a good enough fighter, I wasn't a good enough uh, baseball, football, or hockey player, I had a terrible attitude of pretty much saying, well, screw you, I'll show you. Now, that's fine as far as the push and the drive to achieve something. But when that takes over and dominates your life, meaning I'm spending all my time trying to get even with this person or fighting this guy because he said I was I, I didn't have a very good round kick. Well, I'll see if you can block this. Sometimes literally, other times figuratively. But my point is, I focus all my attention on trying to prove everybody wrong that said I couldn't do something, fighting every battle that I didn't need to be fighting. 2017, December 17, 2017, was the day I was baptized. Now, I, I got to tell you, that tub was awfully dirty when I got out, but all those sins were left in it. The biggest, biggest sin, and uh, I get all emotional, I always say this, but I know Grandma Bonnie was, was really, really happy that day when she, uh, when, when that happened. Matter of fact, uh, I was the first person when I said a little prayer, I prayed to her before, and then I prayed afterwards, and uh, uh, it really hit my heart because uh, that's something she really wanted. Now, 
I could have been baptized years prior to that, but it wouldn't have meant as much because it would have just been doing it for, well, I want to do this because I wasn't ready. I was ready in 2017 and I was very happy to be ready. So I went from pretty much a screw you to everybody in the world to, I no longer want to try and prove everybody wrong. I don't want to waste my time doing that because that took away a ton of time for my wife and kids that I'll never get back. It took away a ton of time for my creative genius to be helping the people that I'm put on this planet to help. And I wasn't utilizing my God-given talents to the best of my abilities. Now, I, on social media, uh, I'll take some hits. I don't even put up with it anymore. I do what's called love, block, and delete. Once again, I'm aware of what's going on. I'm aware of how I'm spending my time. And love, block, and delete is love everybody because God says we're supposed to love everybody. We're all supposed to love ourselves, love our time, and love how we value and spend that time. So block and delete the negativity. You don't need that in your life. Get rid of it. Don't fight those fights. Because if I spend time fighting somebody on social media, I'm, well, time here is certainly not time over here. A little quick a little story here. This was uh, two or three years ago. I had posted something um, about uh, a message I had heard at church. I always take notes. And I forgot exactly what the message was, but um, I had posted it. And almost instantly, I got a comment from somebody saying, yeah, you Christians have been believing that garbage for 2,000 years. Good luck with that. So I instantly start to type back, like, hey, man, have you ever thought about it? But I stopped. Because before I even had that, it came across that I was an effing hypocrite because martial artists and Christians and this and that. So I stopped. I took a breath. I deleted the comment and blocked the person. And this is what I did. I get up and I'm like, mm, that felt good. Yes. Like I just like, uh, celebrate like I'd won the Stanley Cup or something. And my, my son, Emmett, who was nine or 10 at the time, comes walking by and he goes, what's up, dad? I said, oh, I just love blocked and deleted somebody. And this is what he does. Nine or 10 years old. He goes, high five, dad. Good job. And walks on. Almost like saying, hello, dad. You finally got it. Good for you. <laughs> so when I, uh, when I bring up the awareness and I spend the most time when I, time I give a presentation like this. And, and by the way, this is a, I recrafted it a little bit, Tom. So it's a little different message trying to tie into a, a several different audiences. But I spend the majority of the time on the A because the A is the most important part. The A is the part I spend the most time on in the self-protection workshops, encouraging women to be aware of how they carry themselves, who they're surrounding themselves with. You know, if they go out with friends, I always say, make sure you drive, make sure you know who your friends are. Therefore, you never get left behind. And it's the same message I present to uh, girls going away to college. You know, be aware of everything around you because awareness is uh, um, so valuable in your own self-protection against others and also against yourself. So. With all that being said, I want to be cognitive of the time and not go over because I do have a bit of a talking problem. Um, I've got uh, a book coming out. It's called Bullyproof, and we're in another edit uh, again and again and again and again, but it is getting very, very close. It's me as a um, 12-year-old meeting me as Master Grogan 40 years later, and we go on a journey together where the older me is teaching the younger me everything I wish I would have known, and pretty much everything I talked about in here in some capacity is in that book. And every story in the book is, is, is true, uh, that, that something that happened to most of it, me personally, but others, uh, maybe it, it, it happened to my own kids or a student at the academy. Another thing I want to bring up is, um, and I know all of us have these, but I just always like to bring this up. I give these out routinely. Why? Because, well, one, I believe wholeheartedly in them. And it also reminds me 
that I ought to look through them too. And it's a good reminder. And obviously, I just bought a, a car. I uh, traded in my my avalanche. I guess I've uh, Chris Widener was teasing me that I hit the middle age crisis. I'm in Florida now, and my truck was too big to park in the garage. So I asked my wife, I always want a convertible. What do you think? Well, I ended up uh, getting a 2004 Carvette convertible. So it's so 04. I only had 37,000 miles on it. But anyway, the, the, the sales guys were fantastic. And the one guy had a Zig Ziglar quote on the wall. So, of course, I gave everybody at the, the, um, the dealership there a, a copy of the book. And they were so touched. They, the one guy texted me three different times. He goes, oh, I read through the book again. My wife just read through it. We're, and he, uh, he goes, and I gave it to my son uh, for him to read and make sure he shares it with his daughter. Or his, yeah, his daughter. So that's kind of funny to think about that. But I, I say that because they're important. But I also say that to set up the fact that I'm so honored and so blessed that I'm writing a uh, co-author in a book with Tom Ziegler from um, Survival to uh, Significance and Legacy on uh, uh, the, co- uh, the little book similar to this. So, Tom, I'm grateful and thankful when we talk about uh, the guardrails in life, making sure we don't go outside those guardrails. We stay on track, but the steps to living you know, our best kick in life are living a life that God has intended for us to live. So make sure if you're not looking through these, do it on a regular basis. Make sure you're planting the right seeds in your mental garden and make sure you're doing your best to be your very best in order to serve at your very best. Guys, thank you very, very much. If you're interested, go to our website. We're actually having it revamped um, and um, we're uh, going to include not only the Bullyproof book, but uh, the book with Tom will be on there. And if you drop your email into the uh, lead form, you'll get uh, uh, part of our newsletter, which we're going to start. Also check out our podcast. It's called Grogan's Bullyproof. We've got 277 episodes. We'll have over 300 by the end of the year. Tom's been on, I think, two different episodes and uh, we'll definitely get him on another one here. And just the power of influence of saying uh, the right messages. This month in October here is Bully Awareness Month. So every day I'm releasing a different video on the, uh, for 31 days, 31 different ways that I've bullied myself and 31 different ways of uh, uh, what I've done to defeat that bully within and without. It's got to be defeated within first. And uh, just some different tips and suggestions. I'm very vulnerable on there, uh, very open about uh, some of the mistakes I've made in the past. Uh, mainly not spending enough quality time with my kids, which you can't get back, which is a huge form of bullying because uh, um, time, once it's gone, it's gone. So I can't reiterate enough. Be aware of what you do with your time. Don't spend your time trying to prove somebody wrong and fight somebody on social media. Yeah, when I was younger, it was good driving fuel, but now I, I want to mature a little bit more, have a little more wisdom and do the right things with my time. Uh, my web address is Grogan's Bullyproof. The podcast is Grogan's Bullyproof. YouTube, YouTube channel uh, we're working on that as well. Got um, uh, We're closing on 400 videos on the YouTube channel, and that's Grogan's Bullyproof as well. Uh, and we got our Martial Arts Academy, and we're one of the biggest in the Midwest. I'm uh, very grateful and honored uh, uh, to be able to do that. And one last point, I just want to share, uh, Tom, when we were at the, uh, the research in Dallas, uh, you'd said something that really, well, you always say things that touch my heart. And then I know we had a conversation a few weeks ago, which really helped me, you know, kind of the instead of uh, digging my heels in, decide, look, it's better to try and bring people together instead of trying to uh, never put anybody down, but maybe say the wrong thing that's going to send somebody that's never going to listen to me. So as always, thanks for your wisdom there. But you had said at the research that, because uh, you had asked, what is something in the past year that you're kind of proud of what you did or really helped you get through the pandemic? 
And I'd listened to a couple of things. To be honest, I don't remember what that guy said. But you said that you were really, and you know, I, I, I boom, pat myself here, but also pat my heart. You're really proud that I uh, released so many videos of inspiration and hope and motivation to keep empowering people. So a couple of weeks ago, I go back through and I was putting together 31 Days of Bullyproof, which I filmed last year, actually. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I filmed last year and uh, I was looking through to see how many videos I actually filmed because I actually did uh, three PE classes a week, just put it on our martial arts page or bullyproof page, just completely free, just to help parent, give parents some things to do with the kids to get them active. And then I filmed different martial arts videos and different inspirational video videos. Well, long story short, from March till August, and I filmed a few more throughout the rest of the year, but March through August was the biggest collection of them. I filmed 220 videos. Now, I was like, I thought maybe 50, maybe 60. Now, I tell you that not to brag. I tell you that because I couldn't have filmed 220 if I wouldn't have started with one, right? Couldn't have, you know, we won't have 400 videos on our YouTube channel without starting off with one. Now, that first one is always the hardest. But you know what's harder than the first one? The second one, and then the third one, and then the fourth one, and then the fifth one. But once you get in a consistent habit of doing it, the same thing, being aware of your health, being aware of awareness again, if you're not exercising enough, if you're not putting the right nutrients in your body, if you're not spending enough quality time with your kids. Now, I say all these things, not that I have them perfect by any means. I say them so I can hear them. You know, you've got uh, two ears and one mouth, so you can listen twice as much. Well, I talk twice as much, but I try and listen too. So I'm not just spitting stuff out. I'm able to hear what I'm saying as a good accountability and reminder for me to make sure I'm doing the things I say I'm doing. Uh, but that gets right back to awareness. Make sure the power of the fist, you're surrounding yourself with the right influences that you can turn to. If you need help, ask for help. Say, man, I'm really struggling with this. We all need mentors. We all need guides. We all need those to lift us up in our life. And obviously that's the beauty of being a part of the Ziegler family. But just think, those that don't have that influence, that's what we're on this planet to do. Help them realize their potential or just help them in any capacity that we can. We got to make sure we're at our best first. Last little quick story, and we'll close it out here. Several years ago, I had a mentor come to me and he hit me with uh, what I call a right hook of reality. He said, uh, Rich, I'm proud of you, but I've got one question for you. So, yes, sir. He's a martial arts mentor. And he said, um, do you enjoy disrespecting everybody you're supposed to help? I'm like, what? He just said, you're proud of me, number one. Number two, man, I'm working my butt off here. I'm doing everything I possibly can. He goes, oh, I'm not knocking your work ethic. Man, you, you work harder probably than you should. He says, but can you answer the question? Do you enjoy disrespecting others and the people you're meant to, to serve and help? I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. And he says, well, think about this. When's the last time you had more than six hours of sleep? I'm like, well, uh, well, uh, is when's the last time you actually had some shutdown time for yourself? When's the last time you meditated consistently? When's the last time you went to the gym consistently? How about this one? When's the last time you actually had a family meal with your family? I mean, he's bang, 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 just throwing shots at me. He goes, how about this? You had a massage like in the last five years? I'm like, uh, well, uh, 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 but of course, what do I say? I don't have time. He goes, my point is, if you're not at 100%, you can't serve at 100%. And I know you're giving 100% of what you got, but if you've only got 10% in the tank, <laughs> you're, you're disrespecting people because you're not giving them the full 100. You're only giving 10%. Now, yes, you're giving 100% of that 10%, but think about 
how much better that could be if it was even 50% or 60 or 70%. Maybe we're not ever at 100%, but gosh darn, it would sure be nice if we were more than just 10%. So I know that's a shot. So I leave you with that thinking, are you disrespecting everyone where you're supposed to help? Love God it. bless you. God <clears throat> bless you, loved ones. I love you folks. I really, really do. Please, let's utilize our God-given talents. Let's utilize what we've been put on this planet to do. And let's collectively bring up that fist, baby. We've got each other. So don't ever feel like you got to fight this battle alone. God bless everybody. Tom, Lisa, thank you. Thank you so much, brother. Good stuff. Uh, just one comment. We'll wrap it up. Uh, for those of you, make sure you reach out to Rich if you have any questions on it. And I wanted to just point out something. Awareness which is a key part, probably 65%, maybe 70% of your presentation, Rich, I think was around awareness. Yes, and yes. I want everybody to just hear the principle in this. Um, there are four stages of competence. There's the first stage, which is unconscious incompetence. We call these happy people. <laughs> they don't know, they don't know. <laughs> and then there's Conscious incompetence. Oh, wait a second. I'm doing that wrong. Oh, wait a second. Uh, it's, it's dangerous to have my head looking at my phone while I'm going out to my car in the dark alley. Right? I, so now I'm aware. And then there's conscious competence. And that's where you're actually doing the right thing, but you're having to think it through. And then there's unconscious competence. And that's the expert. That's somebody who's created the habit, built it in. They're just automatically in the zone, whatever it is they're doing. And in the book, Choose to Win, we talk about uh, we got to cut the ropes. I want you to hear this, that the biggest limiting factor in most people's level of success or using their potential is they're unaware of the ropes that are holding them down. They're unaware of the bad habits that have crept into their life. They're unaware of, the, you know, they, they just get conditioned to, well, this is the way it's always been. This must be right. And so, Rich, making that 60 to 70% of the talks right on, uh, because until we know, until we, until we see what it is, and just a thought for everybody, uh, ask yourself this question. Does my core belief limit or unleash my potential. And so you can pretty much, when you, when you go through all seven spokes on the wheel, you can look at your core beliefs in each one of those and ask yourself, does it limit or unleash, unleash my potential? So Lisa Marie, who do we have next, next week, next time? Um, who's so, on? Okay, so next month on Monday, November the 8th, we have David Kaufman, and just to, since we're closing out the year, December 13th, we have Alan Hunter. Uh, so stay tuned for those two. I think they'll be phenomenal. Rich, you did a great job. I uh, could see, feel, and hear your passion. It's awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you very awesome. much. And uh, uh, our, our dog was uh, aware of a, uh, somebody came coming in the house uh, to <laughs> do some cabinet work today. So Sorry about that uh, with the dog barking, but no uh, teach our dog awareness too to protect us, right? <laughs> Good stuff. And guys, uh, just so you know, next year we're looking at a little bit different format. 
I think we're going to move these to uh, Friday mornings. Uh, we've gotten a, a pretty good unanimous response that noon on Monday is a tough time in general. So uh, that'll be coming up. And we will see y'all again next time. Thanks so much for being a part of this and keep making a difference in the world. Thank you very much for listening to another light change and episode of Grogan's Bullyproof and Kicking Life. This is your Bullyproof expert, Master Rich Grogan, reminding you to please subscribe and please share this podcast with your kids, family members, or anyone else who could benefit from this empowering message. And if you think we earned it, I kindly ask that you please remember that five-star review to let others know that you're part of the Grogan's Bullyproof and Kicking Life tribe. And until we talk again, you get out there and do your best, and I promise you'll become your very best to become bullyproof and you'll live your best kick in life.